0: From the Punky Town Network, sponsored by Lee's Book and Tea Shop. Welcome to The Barbershop, where local music people talk about local music stuff. I'm Matthew Bros, your host. we got an excellent panel of guests here today, starting on my left with... Jeremy Hull. By day, I'm a digital marketer. By night, I play bass in a number of bands. Yes, quite a large number. <laughs> most most recently, that I saw Intruder, uh, mm-hmm. the Peter Gabriel tribute, which is yes. pretty awesome. Wow, well, cool. Awesome. Also, we have.
1: I'm Janice McCall. I um, host a radio show on KTCU on Saturdays, as well as manage the radio station there at TCU.
0: You boss all those little punks around. I do. <laughs> And they need it too. to. Over <laughs> uh, here we have.
2: Jeff Gibbons, who uh, has hardly ever made any money in music. <laughs> um, but
0: that's, put in a lot of time. That doesn't distinguish you from any of us here, I that's don't think. That's right. <laughs> I guess, you're, I,
2: I guess that's, that's not a distinction. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've been playing in TCC bands since the early 90s. That's, yeah. and uh, Which some, is a big
0: moneymaker. You got some longevity.
2: And yeah. uh, actually, recently. I have become the director at the Southside Preservation Hall, and we wish to start doing some uh, more concerts up there. Yeah.
0: Fabulous. You've done the big band and stuff up there, haven't you? Oh yeah, we're still doing
1: the big band.
2: Matter of fact, this Friday is first Friday of the month. There we go. Big band. Awesome. For uh, 25 years, we've been doing that. I think we missed once during that time. Another big money-maker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I did that
3: gig once, probably about six or seven years ago. He
2: did? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was probably there. Maybe that's where we met. Yeah, there you go. we would be sitting right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should come hear the band again. Mm. I, it's uh, never been better awesome yeah, yeah. Our, we have a lot of uh, young kids driving down all the way from uh, denton the old UNT, uh, UNT, uh, to yeah. uh, play for three hours we we finally after 25 years decided to cut it down from four hours to three hours <laughs> uh and uh, they take their 27 dollars and try to make it back home with yep. that
0: <laughs> That's twenty-seven bucks. Is not terrible. You know? uh-huh. That's not bad at all. No, I've worked harder for less. It's, it's been music. worse. Yeah, tell you that. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. the the hourly pay since we cut down an hour is uh, is really gone yeah. up. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm <sure> That's true. <laughs> one one concert that probably is going to pay a lot more than that is the Fortress Festival, which is coming up here, and there was a lot of talk when they released the lineup on there that seemed like no one recognized anybody who was i mean they recognized a couple like you know diplo and uh, maybe a couple uh, but it seemed like maybe i guess compared against like last year was like leon bridges and yes. churches and like some people that even i recognized and there and, quite uh, a few
1: i was looking at it today the yeah. lineup to mm-hmm. see if it was really we were going to dive in there any kind of sponsorship or ticket giveaways mm-hmm. on the air and i didn't recognize over
4: half,
0: and I was trying to figure out if that's just a function of me being old, or if that <laughs> that's that's what I wonder too. But, but but then I, asked I saw the some youngsters. You yeah, know. I heard some younger folks go like, "Who, you know, some do
3: of they the students, have students?" And they this? didn't know. Do so they have more artists this year? Did they try and spread it around? Some? I don't think it's
0: more no. that I'm aware because they had a lot last mm-hmm. year, if I recall. It seems to be
1: more hip hop this year.
0: Yeah, I think it's skewing that way, yeah. and, and maybe that's mm-hmm. probably why I don't recognize it is because mm-hmm. it's less in my Baileywick. But of course, one of the things they're doing is they're still in the process of uh, signing up local bands mm-hmm. to go and play it. And uh, so, you know, maybe by the end of that, uh, maybe I'll recognize hint, hint. more towards the bottom of the bill than the top. <laughs> vote for the Matthew Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I might throw that in that, yes, if you want to vote for the Matthew Show on the, that, you can absolutely do Indeed. that. Indeed. Uh, but it's, it's funny to me because I had a friend of mine when I was announcing that, like, you know, you can vote for my band on this thing. He's like, oh, that's just a popularity contest. And I was like, but isn't, like, the music industry a popular Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, the industry part is. But it's, you know, it's a popularity contest with a tangible outcome. Well, yeah, it certainly can be, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you do get to play the Fortress Festival, I presume they pay you more than 27 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they do or not. Maybe. <laughs> But you know, but how pre- much fun? Yeah, right? I, no, it's it's yeah. a it's a fun. I type would of do thing. it just for the fun of it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm am listening to it. I mean, I'm listening to these little videos, and part of it I think is an age thing because it's clearly these are these are people who maybe are brand new. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the people who are, but they and still they were able to get like 800 people to vote for them. Yeah, you know, or something like that. So right, it kind of points out sometimes that yeah. we don't have one music industry here in town, or one music scene. Mm-hmm. We have multiple oh, music sure. scenes. I yeah. agree. You know, because yeah. I know I can go down to the stockyards and there'll be guys who playing for a lot of people who I've never heard of in my life, but they're very popular. And they've been playing you know. there once a week for right. seven years, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, or, know. you know, more yeah. than that. You know, and the same thing with hip-hop clubs, you know, mm-hmm. like if I, you know, even though Fort Worth doesn't have a lot of them, but I don't even know if we have one, like, dedicated hip-hop club, probably not. I know Dallas has several. Yeah, um,
1: Dallas does, but I don't know about Fort Worth. I don't know. And we pl- even have a hip hop show. St- of a couple yeah, of students, well,
0: we have places that will have you know like Rex or whoever on the bill, but it won't be. I don't know of a club that's just that. Yeah. Like we, it's not something like. But this. the
1: artists are out there because they're, they're clamoring to get on the air. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Well, Lou Charles and people like that. I mean, they're. The, oh, he's wonderful. You know, I mean, they're definitely around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm. It's kind of. You know, again, it's that thing where, like, well, I used to recognize all these people in the Fort Worth <laughs> Weekly, you know, and, um, and yeah. you know.
2: that's like me uh, reading a Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> gee, well, uh, back in the 60s, <laughs> I knew everybody in here, and now I don't know anybody. Well, it's kind of
0: funny with, the, like, the Super Bowl thing where they had, like, was J-Lo and Shakira or whatnot, who were kind of legacy artists at this point, you sure. know, uh, and, and that's <laughs> kind of funny to hard me. hard to wrap your head around, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like, yeah, to think that's about freaking is. j JLo being like a classic, you know, uh, an oldie, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But that's, I guess, what happens. <laughs> if <laughs> if, you first, if you if first, you're looking. like, hey, they're playing, they're playing this song I like on the radio, and then a few years later, you're like, hey, they're playing the song I like in the grocery store, you exactly. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they're playing the song I like on a Nike commercial. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I guess that's the progression. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm embra- I'm leaning into it. I'm embracing it. Cause otherwise, i have turn into one of those guys. Yeah, we
1: have to embrace that. <laughs>
0: it. It's like, what the heck is
1: all this? <laughs> Get <bad?"> off my <laughs> lawn! <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I don't want to be that guy. Well, and the thing is that things things do go through cycles, and one of the things that that came up was uh, uh, Bill's Records over in Fort Worth. Uh, Bill Bill died. You yeah. can't have Bill's Records without Bill, and and so, and there and there was. Uh, another couple of record shops that have kind of gone kaput lately and, and you kind of see people sort of slowly dropping off of the, the map. People who had kind of been fixtures for a really Eagle long Eagle Audio time. shutting down. Yeah, yeah, Eagle Audio for pizza. Oh, wow. yeah wow. And that, that had been there for, you know, Lord, I don't even know how long that had yeah, been there. yeah and about the time that the neighborhood was coming up too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> used to be kinda of took your life in your hands going over there, yeah. you know. Parking uh, there and then locked the fence behind you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now lucky. they now they got like restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff. I've been up over there a lot and but you know, I guess that's part of what happens is that uh you know, old worlds kinda of slowly die away and then the new ones start arising among the I was down in Austin and uh walking down Sixth Street and there was hardly anybody down there and it was freaking me out because I remember, you know, used to not be able to walk, right. you know, there were so many people down really? there. Well, it, it does go in waves though
3: because I, you know, yeah. I can remember you know, playing at uh, Trees a little over 10 years ago mm. and they'd closed down the streets and you had to, you know, argue with the cops to be able to pull in and load out at the end of the night because yeah. it was so packed. Right. And then playing there, you know, about four years ago or so and a Saturday night and going to load out. and there's, It's vacant, there's no traffic, yeah. there's no streets blocked off, there's no people. And then now it feels like it's come back around again. I guess the last time I played at trees was maybe a year and a half, two years ago Mm -hmm. and it was roads blocked off, busy,
0: crazy traffic. You can't, you can't drive down there anymore. Uh It's ridiculous. And yeah, because I've done like Pecan Lodge over there. And that was one thing. Like that gig starts at 6.30. There didn't used to be any Deep Ellum gigs that started at 6.30. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't get started till no. 10 at the yeah. early. Deep Ellum wasn't a place that you wanted to see in the daylight. No, <laughs> never. No, God forbid. You know, you go out there early. You'd just be you and the panhandlers. Mm. That's the only people out there. But now there's like families. Mm-hmm. There's people walking their little kids around, you know, and, and uh, cr- crazy sauce, you know. Like uh, it, it got me thinking about like, I used to run an open mic at the Dog Star on Magnolia back mm-hmm. in like 96 and there was just tumbleweeds and stuff going down there oh, and of course gosh. you know it's it's very different now. Oh yeah. But then I was thinking about it too like, I played a gig at Shaw's recently, but that's really the only Magnolia gig I've done in a while now. Did they still even bother with music on most of Magnolia? I mean, is, is there anywhere else down there that books music anymore? Chat room does we'll still chat still? Well, chat
4: room yeah. does still have them periodically, yeah. I guess. in a while.
3: Trying to think if there's anything
0: else. Yeah. Yeah. The not,
2: bearded lady used to have they used to. I, I don't even they, know if it's yeah. there. It's, it's, they moved. They moved yeah. there over
0: on so uh, South Main We used now. to
2: play down... Well. Barbara and I, when we were playing, we played at some restaurants there on Magnolia. But but, I used to, yeah, like I used to
0: play at Mihos and uh, uh, yeah,
2: Mihos while it was there, and uh, then down at um, the Fixture. Right. And uh, it, it was it was a funny thing. Uh, we played there once, and uh, a lot of our friends came in that lived in the mm-hmm. area because we lived close by and so they came in and they we kind of they kind of packed the bar area Mm
4: -hmm.
2: and they just they ate and they they stayed all night and they drank and they tipped well and at the end of the night i could see the manager over there just kind of grumbling and (laughs) and so i went and talked to him and i said hey that it went really well and he says well actually I would have preferred if we could have turned the tables over a, a lot more. Oh, oh wow. wow. People are parking and, wow. park in and Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, we were too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So so, uh, so they he actually stopped having music.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's because
2: he didn't want people to stay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's a funny, you know, it is, when you're a musician, you... you kind of have to keep in mind that your motivation for being there is not always the same as the people who are having you in there,
4: uh, you know, like, yeah. cause
0: yeah, sometimes as a performer, you kind of want people to be like, Hey, look at me, you know, I'm up here. And sometimes, sometimes your background music, you, you don't need to be looked at. Yeah. You need to be heard rather than seen, you know, or, like I say, you know, if you, I remember going to shows sometimes when I was underage, you know, and, and but you'd still go and play and bring all your friends with the X's on their hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we would think it went pretty well because they were all leaping around and stuff, but nope, they didn't sell any alcohol. Oh, <laughs> the yeah, sure. so they, they didn't like us at all, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I've had those where you feel like you had a really good night, but then it doesn't match the bar receipts. And then some nights when you know, but you don't think anyone's paying attention and some you know the manager's like, Oh, right, it's a really good night, you need to come back, you know, like what? no one paid attention, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he didn't care, you know, if they yeah, made yeah. enough money. To Just
3: figure out what everyone's measurement of success is, whether right. it's yeah. you as a performer or the other people in the band or the you know, the wait staff or the owner and whatnot. That's I think that's part of the trick and part of mm-hmm. the you know, maturity process as a musician is figuring it being able to show up and kind of discern which kind of night it's gonna be. Yes. And to be ready to kind of pivot and enjoy what you're doing right. regardless.
0: And it takes a minute sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you set up and you start playing and you kind of see what people are doing. Like I did a Stockyards gig where it was kind of on the street type of thing the other night and it was a little chilly. And so people were, you know, they would stop for a minute and mm-hmm. then they would kind of throw a couple of bucks in and take off, you know, but like got really good feedback, but I'm, um, you know, it's by an objective measure, you would look and go, well, nobody's listening, nobody's staying. Mm-hmm. you're like, well, but you're playing on the sidewalk. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. It's not going to be a thing <laughs> that, that happens. And then they pay you anyway. So I yeah. like it doesn't matter, yeah. but it's, yeah, I'd, I think you're right. I think adjusting your expectations and figuring out when to, mm-hmm. when to pivot and to go, okay, this is that type of gig mm-hmm. I'm going to do. Cause sometimes I'll play guitar for uh, uh my girlfriend's paint classes, you know? And so That's a different type of gig than like the moon on a Friday or something, you know, like that's a, you know, I think that's something that
3: that some people struggle with. I played with, uh, you know, singers that, you know, if they weren't, if the crowd wasn't responding and they weren't getting that connection, then they're not able to have a good night or to turn it
0: into a rehearsal to try something new because the stakes are lower or something like that there's the people who are really like kind of high kinetic energy mm-hmm. types, you know, like I know, uh, I, I can say this about him cause, cause I know him. Riker Hall was, he was playing uh, one of those paint nights mm-hmm. and he was, you could see him just itching. Cause he's <laughs> like, I just want to bust out. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, young and full of, yeah. Full yeah. Of dinner, so, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, let's see. Who is that? All right. That person would enjoy this pink Floyd instrumental, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's kind of a, I, I think you're right. It's a maturing process.
1: But that's smart to gauge the room and see which way to ebb and flow. With
0: yeah, and, and sometimes with it doesn't even change you know? the set list or the performance. It just changes your mindset, mm-hmm. like your right. measurement of success. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If you played it and, and you know people didn't run away, that, <laughs> that's, a right. good that's a win. And I do the thing, and maybe that's just my demographic. I, I appeal to introverts a lot. And so sometimes you'll think nobody's paying attention, but then after the show, there'll be that one guy that was way back in the mm-hmm. back of the room who will come and like buy all my discs, you know? Yeah. And so like, I didn't think he was listening, but he was, he mm-hmm. was just doing so very quietly. Yeah. <laughs> so you never can just, I've gotten frustrated in the past for Been like, God, this sucks. This is stupid. And nobody's paying, but you don't know. You mm-hmm. don't ever know who's paying attention, you know, but <laughs> it's, it's the, it's growing up, man. That's what you got to do. Uh, speaking of which, so, one of the unwise things that I do is get on the social media and talk about my opinions. And <laughs> from, a, from a marketing yeah. perspective, that's probably not this. Because you, you notice that, like musicians, there are those who have chosen to just be musicians. Mm-hmm. in in the social space and to be like, you know, and I respect that a lot Mm -hmm. because I understand from a marketing perspective, you You are a product. You're not, you're you're not going to, you're going to do nothing but run away half your crowd. If Mm -hmm. you, if you start, however, I just, in these, in these days, I have a hard time Mm -hmm. keeping myself to myself because I feel like there's, for me, at least there's a responsibility to speak out against things that I feel. And I feel like the people who get what I'm talking about are Grateful for that—that that mm-hmm. somebody love your posts. that somebody is. We'll see. There we go. We yeah, got people absolutely. who like it, but for every one <laughs> of you, there's another one that's like, <laughs> "To hell with this I guy."
4: I enjoy <laughs> yeah. and share yeah.
0: And but what it does is it makes for strange situations. So there was a guy—I'm not going to say his name—but he was on this show a few years ago. It was a local freelance music writer. And uh, in the last couple of years, I've noticed his posts have started to go like QAnon and stuff like mm-hmm. that, kind of going off the deep end there. And so he started trolling my, my my posts here lately, and so I finally had to block the guy, you yeah. know and and it's crazy because you're like, like that if if he and I were to sit down and have a conversation about music, that wouldn't happen. you mm-hmm. know I mean, It would just be like, "Oh, what do you think of this and yeah. this and this?" But then you venture into this sphere. And suddenly you kind of, people who you would ordinarily have a connection with, now you've just automatically severed it. And I I kind of mourn that sometimes Mm -hmm. when that happens. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, that could have been a friend. But then knowing also that, I guess for me at least, my political consciousness is tied into my musical consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I don't know a way to separate the two. And some people are better at it than others. You know, like if you're singing songs about... Heartbreaking, you know, drinking beer, or whatever. Like it doesn't really matter. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Across all the all the spectrum there, but uh, no, I think, and and I really don't do that much. I really don't do a lot of opinions, but. I love it when people do, especially the ones I agree with. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> there you go, you know, that's <laughs> and, uh, and especially like you say, what you do, which is your, uh, your, your, integrated, your opinions are integrated into your music.
0: And that's the deal is that, is that since that's the case, it's very difficult to, to extract them uh, from just talking about life, yeah, you know, yeah. in general.
2: I mean, so your your songs are going to piss off some people. That's okay, yeah. You know?
0: Well, and I figure plenty better people than me have pissed off people with their songs. So that's there not really <laughs> new. <laughs> no, I think it's a certain measure of success. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, you mean, know, I think I
3: think the the place where I struggle to to reconcile you know the maintaining your artistic persona and your musical persona is for musicians that are not lyricists right Mm -hmm. and because it can catch you by surprise yeah I remember so you know I'm I'm a big fan of Lee Sklar uh the bassist uh with Phil Collins James Taylor everybody else he was one of the first guys I really listened to growing up even before I got into bass so Mm -hmm. that stuff's kind of in my dna and then when i started following him um on facebook maybe about two years ago he is very politically vocal and very left-leaning and mm. very even i'm going to use the word abrasive <laughs> you're right <laughs> um just because he feels very strongly and he's right. using his page as a platform to send right. that message and yeah, yeah. i
0: it's not that i disagree with it but it just, it caught me off guard right <laughs> i was not expecting that and well because you don't yeah. you, you see a guy standing in the back with a Eight hundred foot beard, yeah. not saying anything yeah, because right. he's <laughs> and you don't think that if you just sat him down and had a beer with him that he yeah, would just no. explode yeah. with all of this stuff. You and know? so
3: I think I think also it's just kind of the challenge of you know the social media context where every opinion feels like it has to be amplified to a shout. To of course.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, we much braver behind that computer. Mm-hmm. That,
0: yeah, I, I know. I've had that happen before. I've gotten real brave, and mm-hmm. then I bumped into somebody after, and then and I was like, "Okay, now we got to talk about this." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know what happens is that everybody brings their tone down. Everybody starts talking in in uh, lowercase letters instead of capitals. If right. you're actually in the space with each other, uh, Henry Rollins said something I think made a lot of sense to me. He said, "I try to do every interview." as if the guy I'm talking about is going to be waiting for me in the parking lot after. (laughs) Because, like, you know, that's That's at some point that may happen, you know. I mean, bump into... He was talking about Ted Nugent because he he had been friends with Nugent in the past and he's on these shows talking about the guy. You know, he's gone nuts. I don't know what's going on with Ted. And then of course Ted confronts him after the thing. He's hey. like, "Well, look, I'm, and I'm showing him his posts and being like, I'm talking about what you're doing, like mm-hmm. you know." But they were able to have a conversation about yeah. it instead of just shouting at each other, you know, through the. But I try to do that whenever possible is not to just throw vitriol around mm-hmm. at a specific person, unless I've you know I feel like they're just they have broken a, yeah. broken a some kind of I don't know. It's this isn't uh, a local
3: band, uh, but it's a, an indie band and a band I really like. Uh, it's a group called the Double Clicks, a pair of siblings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen and they have, a, they have a song called, that's on this very topic, that's called Sensitive Badass, about how you can be both at it. the same time. <laughs> uh, and and the reason it made me think of it is that one of the lyrics toward the end of the song is, you know, it, it's – talking to the people who had sent them messages saying, I used to like your music until you did, until you started talking yeah. about blah, blah, blah. It was the, if you haven't yet realized that we are political, you
0: haven't listened. So we yeah. will start yelling. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, that's what, you know, I went and saw uh, the walls, Roger Rogers do the wall mm-hmm. over there. And he, one of the things he does is he invites veterans backstage before the show because his dad was killed in the, in the war and, you know, he's had some of them who leaned differently than he did kind of confront yep. him back there and been like, you know, I don't agree with what you're saying. Whatnot. And he said, well, have you listened to my lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because... Like that's kind of the deal, you know, and, and you and you find that people don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. people don't listen to lyrics. Oh, very it's all the, it's all the people you know singing along to "Born in the USA." Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have no idea. Well, it, it right nope. off. <laughs> it cheesed me off that there was a Levi's commercial years ago that had uh, um, "Fortunate Son" on it, mm-hmm. and they've got the American flag wave and whatnot, and they, and they did the first line. Uh, Some folks are born wave, wave, wave the flag, and then they cut the rest of it yeah. and you're like well then you missed the whole <laughs> uh,
1: yeah that's <laughs> yeah, why the
0: whole point of the fill song fill in the blanks you know mm-hmm. that's that to me is like like rewriting hallelujah to make it a christmas song you know mm-hmm. like which people do you yeah. know Cohen tune, you know it's yes. oh, kind yeah. of like i mean and i'm you know i know about remixes i know you can yeah. re- and and from a historical perspective you know Songs have been redone and reinterpreted oh, 18 yeah. bajillion mm-hmm. times, and so popular to, you know, I can't uh, get mm-hmm.
4: yeah.
0: I can't get all high. I mean, you know, the the national anthem used to be a drinking song. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, well,
2: if, if Lawrence Welk can call <laughs> "One toke Over the Line" <laughs> a modern spiritual, <laughs>
0: then uh, that cracked me up. Get uh, away with just, just that, yeah, you know. Well, there was a Welk thing that I saw where there were these guys in these plaid shirts and they were singing the Sounds of Silence, but they were doing it like smiling and snapping. Oh, darkness, my <laughs> friend. Oh my. You know, like, what in the hell are they, you know? <laughs> but you think about it, I think if you were working on that show, you probably were high half the time. Yeah. Just, you mm-hmm. know, not that Lawrence could see you, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like buddies. I don't know, have you done the church gigs? Mm-hmm. Have you did? Yeah. So, I mean, because I had a friend in Denton who was doing that, and... Uh, he said, yeah, everybody just goes and gets really high behind the church and then goes and plays. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mixture. Yeah. You know. Spend it on it's the place. A, yeah. It's kind of a, yeah, because some of those I'm sure are dif- you know, mm-hmm. more. Uh, some of them are tolerant.
3: easier to get through than others. I'm, I'm <laughs> fortunate to work with a lot of good musicians at my church. And that that's good. It makes a difference. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's
0: true. Because, yeah, I've, I've been offered some of those mm. and I've done kind of research, been like, Whoa. well, I've done a
3: variety of them. I've done a megachurch
0: one.
4: Yeah. Mm. How was that? Oh.
3: It paid as much in a week as I would make in a month at my other wow. place. And I did it once and I'm not going to ever do one of those again. And that's <laughs> as far as I'll go with that. Oh, my. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Well, you know, and did you live through it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was a <laughs> fascinating experience. From just from a
3: as a as an outside observer kind of cultural point of view. Yeah, it was fascinating.
4: Yeah, nobody did it for that, that Snake or anything? <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness! Uh, I was
3: safely up on stage with
0: it with the earbuds
2: in.
4: Oh, Okay. Yeah.
0: Did you have the drummer behind the panel? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The drummer in the, in the cage. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> drummer in a box alright.
0: I think that's, I think that's so funny. That's the only place you see that. Mm-hmm. It's in churches. It's yeah. And I guess it's just, it's too much. It's too, <laughs> you know, you can't. But then I guess if you're behind there, like, you could go all Keith Moon if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah. they wouldn't, you know. <laughs> but, is it because of flying drumsticks or is it just the. I just think it's sound animals. baffling more than anything yeah. else. Does it even work? I don't know. Yeah, it works yeah. okay. Oh, okay, I'm going to that. I guess I've, the drummers I know are louder than that, so I don't know if <laughs> <laughs> they would. <laughs> I don't know if it could get uh, held back by that type of uh, thing. But Now, you know, and kind of related to that, uh, you know, like sort of talking about your own personal feelings on, on the interwebs, I've gotten some pushback sometimes when I talk about being poor. <laughs> because I think there's, first of all, in this culture, it's, it's, Kind of a stigma, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, or you must have done something wrong, or you must have there's something bad about you if that's the case. But I actually think it's kind of liberating to just go ahead and say it, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you find when you say it, there's other people who go, yeah, I'm actually also yeah,
4: yeah. And
0: it's probably doesn't hurt that my cohort is musicians for the most part, because mm-hmm. most of us are not, you know, don't have any. Money. And
1: that, and then you don't feel alone. You don't do feel they, alone, so. right?
0: You know, but. But I've gotten kind of people freeing, who are like right? you know you need, you need to quit talking about that because people are gonna you know think you're looking for pity. I'm like, not looking for pity. I'm just saying. No, you're not <laughs> asking for anything. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just the it's, it's the internet ends. becomes
1: your your psychologist or mm-hmm, right. you know, well, and and couch, I'm keenly
0: aware you know. I'm keenly aware that there's always someone poorer than you. You know, mm-hmm. like you know a guy oh, in certainly. front of this guy in front of the service station earlier. You know, just like, you know, you can always find someone who's worse off than you mm-hmm. or who's so you know I'm very grateful for anything that I have. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm aware that there's strata, mm-hmm. you know, that go on, and it can be real awkward at gigs sometimes because you'll have somebody who will give you a hundred dollar tip or something, and it's less of a deal for them than it would be for me. Like yeah. I can't, I'm trying to picture who I would give a hundred to, who I could give a hundred dollar <laughs> tip yeah. to. You know, I'm great. I'm grateful for that. Grateful that you know people are willing to put their money where their mouth is as far as music goes. But I'm also know when a guy doesn't have that and he still likes what I do I'm like you know you don't have to give me a tip yeah. at all you can just say thank you for the music you yeah. know or I mean you know or just tell your friends you know like dude, that's fine with me you know but it's it's kind of it is strange the type the types of different worlds that can uh mm-hmm. collide in a gig situation yeah like if you go down to Central Market or whatever you know I mean like that's kind of a mixed bag mm-hmm. who you're going to get down there and then there's some places where all you get is, is uh, we've done the like the Rustic or whatnot up there where mm-hmm. it's uh, all all up, uh, uptown Dallas money, yeah. you know. And I'm not going to say bad things about uptown Dallas money because I spend it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now that it's on a podcast, like they can hear me over there. So, you know, it used to be when it was just radio, they couldn't even pick it say up. whatever so you want, we, yeah. I'm not going to be that guy.
2: Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize that this was, uh, you were on podcast now. and And yeah. so peop, I was telling people, yeah, I'm going to do this uh, radio show. And it's like, more or less oh, radio. well, uh, <laughs> and I said, well, it's um, it's a Fort Worth radio station, <laughs> and it actually doesn't even cover all of Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky.
0: It's real hard. To get, yeah. To, to get, yeah. It's kinda... Well, they were dealing with stuff like there's a, there's a, Competing frequency in Sherman that occasionally turns its transmitter higher than they're mm-hmm. supposed to, and so they'll oh. get edged out on occasion. And yeah, and then but if you bring it up to the FCC, they're going to send the feds down to check it out, and then they're going to look at your stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like <laughs>
1: we're, we're like that with Mesquite High School.
0: Yeah, because you got the, they'll, you they'll get the group, 88.5. They'll compete with
1: us. Yeah, 88.7. Oh, so it's sometimes. funny
0: because I haven't. Well, I guess when I'm in Arlington and Grand Prairie, there's some. There's some cross pollination, but when I'm over here, I only ever pick up you guys.
1: It's good, yeah. It's from from here. It
0: is. Of course, I mean, obviously, because we're right next to the. I don't. Where where is your tower? Is it is it on the grounds or is it?
1: It's right next to the football stadium. Okay,
3: there it is.
0: It used to be freshman
3: parking, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're we're the only
1: double decker parking on the entire campus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They won't build parking garages. For some
0: reason, no. Yeah, well, I know you got to go park down by the, you know, Fuzzies or whatever. I don't know, why. I don't know <laughs> yeah. where they park where. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good luck that.
4: Exactly.
3: I spent two years parked next to uh, Flash uh, over there on that, whatever that cross street is. Yeah. I had, I I had my Flash. spot that I would always try and get because I was living in Clark Hall, so... Mm. <laughs>
0: By they were by the record store mm-hmm. over there, which is now two times yeah, from, from where I yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. That,
1: <laughs> minute. that was exciting when I saw it went tonight tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know where they yeah, had record gone. Record Town.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same way. We were just discussing yesterday with
0: somebody. Okay, now, where is Record Town? <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, I do. Yeah. No, they moved it over here. And apparently, they're doing okay over here. So well, that's great. You know, I talked to them a little bit last time I was over here, and they were like, "Yeah, it's a pretty good location." So, are they doing all uh, LPs? I don't even. I mean, I've saw some CDs over there, but I think it's they do a lot of vinyl.
1: i have just know, seen the, the them posting pictures, and it looks like LPs. But yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think that's where it's, it's, when you're talking about new, it's all
1: rec- old oh, farts like us, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or the younger people. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know a lot of twenty somethings who buy a lot of vinyl. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's. But then they're also buying cassettes, which is funny to Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go to Dreamy Life, there's a whole little rack yeah, of local, really? local yeah, cassettes. Yeah, I've got a,
1: a couple of girl students that are begging me to find my boxes of cassettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: the ones I you know, recorded off January. of the radio? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <true. laughs>
0: We hope
3: the DJ doesn't talk over the
0: intro. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's some songs that when they come on now... Part of my brain expects that mm-hmm. little snippet of the DJ talk that I recorded back in '86 or whatever, right, yeah. and and uh, so it's it sounds weird. To, it's kind of like the pops in the grooves that yeah. I remember um, from records. records yeah, and if the pops not there, I'm yeah. a yeah. thrown <laughs> off by it. I don't know. Right,
2: it is. It's it's, it's something. Weird. It's a trigger. It's something mm-hmm. that's that's missing.
0: It's weird what yeah. our brains internalize. We, I went over to uh, Free Play over there off uh, uh, Magnolia. It's a just an arcade, but it's all like old old arcade games oh cool and i found a game called venture that i used to play on the dang ColecoVision vision like you know years ago and as soon as i saw i had not thought about that thing in 30 years and as soon as i saw it the entire map like materialized in my head and i remembered all the levels and everything and i played through it like it was yesterday Wow! and it's crazy to me that that was in there somewhere (laughs) 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 you know I, i if you would add you know if you'd asked me, what games did you play when you were a kid, I, I'm, I probably would have left it out. I wouldn't have even thought about it.
1: But it would surface. As
0: soon as I see it, it's yeah. in there. Wow. That's cool. That's also a little scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes, me, makes me wonder what else is in there. That's yeah.
2: <laughs> true. What's, it's that, some... <laughs> what's that taking space up for? I know,
0: right? Yeah, right. Yeah. What, what bit of yesterday's information I was supposed to remember is that yeah. crowding out? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. that's kind of frustrating to me. <laughs> it is weird because that is inside the old Live Oak and oh really
1: uh, yeah oh Oh, really yeah and i get
0: i didn't realize that until i went over there because i'd been to the one in arlington but i hadn't been to this one i'm walking up i'm like this is the dang live holy cow i
4: didn't
1: know what they did with that space
0: yeah Yeah. and so you go in and and they've blacked out all the windows and they've got like the 80s soundtrack playing and it's all arcade games all all through the entire thing and back like just the garage door where the stage was you know and there's Pinball machines all up along <laughs> that, but wow. it was it was very strange because I saw so many shows and I played shows yeah. there, and you're kind of walking through with this weird, yeah. It felt it felt yeah. really bizarre yeah. to me at first, you know. I eventually just fell into my groove, but it was it was odd at the time, you know, because because I've done that with bars before, like uh, the usual over here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was McHenry's, McHenry's for a while. And before that, it had been the Dog Star. And, and uh, so I had seen all these different incarnations of this building. And so when I walk in, my, my mind is still spatially trying to figure out, you know, oh, that's not the stage anymore. Yeah, where mm-hmm. was the
2: stage here, you know, you know
0: yeah. all that stuff. Or even when they changed, like when they switched the, the um, J&Js to, to the Tin Panther, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they moved the stage from one mm-hmm. side to the other. My mind was still yeah. thinking it was over there. You know, so I, it's something that people who haven't been to a place don't ever have to worry about, because yeah. it's a thing. But I don't know. Yeah, you should. I, free play is kind of fun, though. It's like ten bucks, and you get to play anything in the joint. Yeah, it's interesting that
3: you tell that story, and I've heard I've heard older uh, jazz guys tell tell similar stories about like the town pump. Yeah, That yeah, is yeah. where was that where Dos Gringos is now? And it had a stage mm-hmm. in the middle that slowly rotated throughout the night. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I'd heard about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> disorienting. Oh yeah. <laughs> You play, you play, you know, an hour and 15 minute set and maybe have a couple of sips of drink and then you step off the stage and you're, you just fall right over.
0: <laughs> oh, my <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there's a reason why they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, moving stages are probably not the best idea. <laughs> I'm going to skip this. Speaking of things getting getting torn down and changed, so uh, the Fort Worth Convention Center, the big dang flying saucer, they're going to mm-hmm. tear that oh, thing down. Know. And That's I'm awful. trying to figure out whether I... I'm sad about it I'm or not sad about yeah. it. well, because I've seen some stuff there, but also I'm curious to see what they do with it because mm-hmm. I haven't been there for a long time to see anything. That's true, you know I mean
1: it's been years, but, but it holds a lot of good memories so it
0: does and and just my my internal geography of downtown is kind of that's a component of yeah. it, and so yeah. if they change it, of course now you know. That used to be where the old cellar was. Uh, the cellar bar back in the 60s, mm-hmm. which was kind of notorious. Uh, and so, like, you know, it's changed before and will continue to change. But, uh, yeah, I can't help but feel a little bit sad about it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's one of those places that has some history to it. You know, like there's been lots of bands that have come through and played it. And some of which are captured, I think, in, in the U2 movie, Rattlin' Hum, I think mm-hmm. part of that's recorded in that. Uh, oh, really? In that. You have to mm. check that out. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And there's, you know, what's kind of what I had like when I went to, I know it's not cool to like YouTube, but I do, and, <laughs> and it's when we recorded at Sun Studio, and they have the same drum set that like Larry Mullen was playing when they did the, the thing up there, you know, and it's kind of like, eh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, also Johnny Cash, you know, which is pretty Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. And there's only one toilet in the whole place, so you know like you're peeing where Johnny Cash peed. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Which is pretty, that's pretty rock and roll there. It's yeah. Yeah. very rock and roll. <laughs> that's awesome. Johnny Cash peed here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. I think that there's any time that there's change in a scene, there's always the inclination to, uh, doubt it from some of us who have mm-hmm. seen it for a long time. There's always an inclination True. to go, uh, it's I not like Libby. change,
1: but I don't like change.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes the change is good. Uh, you know, like, you know, you go to some places like, um, I think that new moon location. Is yeah, I was good. about to bring
3: that up. so, you yeah, know, sometimes the change is like a reinvigoration of something. Like I was yeah. thinking of the moon. I was I was also thinking about, you know, Lola's, the rec room right. setting, and then Lola's opening and people complaining that it was, too much like the rec room, or
0: not enough like the rec room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Like those are laughs> and it's been around long enough now that yeah, the, almost yeah. nobody cares yeah. anymore. It's <laughs> now like, it's you
1: know. morphed into a completely different animal. Mm-hmm. So now there are with, people who grew up going.
0: The people who grew up going to Lolas who don't even know about the rec room. Yeah. You know, and so, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, rec room was it was kind of small and pokey, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, you had some good times there, but it was not as nice a space. Mm-hmm. It was a.
1: Ter- uh, it was a. It was a wreck, <laughs> yeah. but it was the best. The two sides, and then Jesse doing his art in the very back. Yeah, there. I mean, outside you know, patio. I love I place. had
0: some some really good times in that place, My but day. and that was always you know anytime something like that shows down, I was like, oh, you know, and, and then and the new place opens like, oh, they're selling out. You know, it's it's always a sellout. Why is it always a sellout? <laughs> you know, it's like maybe it's not a sellout. Maybe no. they just decided not to keep paying that rent you know yeah. like, well Fort Worth Live you know was yeah. downtown and I thought that was kind of a cool space but then you know Brooks kind of picked up and scooted over to the Post and the Post is a really nice yeah, you know that's, I mean,
2: that's a much more versatile space yeah. than Fort Worth Live
0: you know and I would kind of wish you could keep both mm-hmm. you know so you can mm-hmm. kind of have an option if you want a smaller room or if you want a bigger one but uh, you know I'm not going to be too too upset about it but you know I think there's a there's a tendency to, when you've, when you've attached some memories to a place, you kind of want that place to stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, like it happened when my, my grandma died uh, last year, and she'd been in that house since before I was born. And so my, so many of my memories were wrapped up in that house. And, of course, I had to sell the house. And so I, I won't even go buy there. now. I oh, won't really? even go. I don't want to see who's in it. I don't want to see what they've changed. I don't want it. Like, I want my little memory intact. And I think sometimes people have that about music venues mm-hmm. you know i think people have that about everything yeah like i won't go into the riata i won't go into the riata because to me that's the caravan of dreams you know and <laughs> yes. I, I don't want to i don't want to
1: stairs it's a four-day weekend you
0: know right because that's, that's the same that's you right. know but it looks I, the same right that hasn't yeah. changed but i'm not going to go into that that to me is kind of profane you know like because mostly because i'm bummed because i never got to play it yeah. like that was going to be my mark was like i'm going to know that i'm doing well if I can play the dang caravan of dreams yeah. and then they freaking closed it on me I never played caravan <laughs> of dreams but
3: my bass amp did oh did it? yeah <laughs> uh because I think it was uh Tim Locke's band I think it was blue sky black at the time oh yeah, yeah. well uh, I, now I, now I saw it to
0: Byron. I saw when they were grand street criers I yeah. saw them there you you ha- oh so you have uh, um what's his name's cabinet I can't remember what but it was uh, uh, I, I loaned it to uh Byron because his yeah, was yeah. on the fritz Oh, okay like, oh
3: we got a show tonight can I borrow a- your? Yeah, yeah
0: sure <laughs> that's funny because that's most of my claims to fame involve other people doing stuff with my stuff
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> like we were playing at Dada you should get
1: it stamped like you're, right. like a passport yeah right or, yeah.
0: I, I honestly should because I've, I've been like three feet from fame so many times you know <laughs> that's, that's kind of the bass player's yeah. job isn't it, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs>
3: But it's, it's interesting funny. that you mention uh, Caravan. So, yeah, Aiden Bubeck, uh, oh, fantastic yeah. bassist. Yeah, that guy's really um, awesome. When he came back into town, you know, I started playing a little bit less. <laughs> 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 no, I love it. He's great. I, uh, uh, I
0: know what you mean, though. Yeah, no,
3: he's fantastic. But he actually has two very special basses. Um, one of them was made from a piece of the stage uh, from Caravan. Wow. And another one was made from the piece really? of the stage at Sardines. Wow. Really? He just went in when they were doing demo and. I don't know if he asked or he just started grabbing wood <laughs> and then <laughs> took it to it the luthier and said, turn this into a bass. Wow, that's amazing. So,
2: are those his uh, three-string basses?
3: Yeah, I think they're both three-string basses. Uh, he's got a few three-strings in his arsenal. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> See, and I, that's another from one of my three feats because I was in Weatherford College Jazz Band with him. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, when we were in and he was amazing then, you know, and so it's always kind of one of those things where you, you spot somebody years mm-hmm. later and you're like, hey, wait.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we used to both be schmucks in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're like, you know, getting endorsements and stuff from all these, like, you know, he probably never has to buy a base again, I would imagine.
3: Uh, yeah, he, well, he, he does, though yeah I what right. i like is he buys he finds weird cheap bases like last time right. i saw him he was like hey i got this online for 90 bucks and then i swapped
0: out the pickups and i did this and i did that and I, <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds great so it's a
1: project then too well,
0: that's kind of fun yeah. to be able to do that that's that, that's one of the things that makes me sometimes tempted to take like i never took shop in, in school like i never took you know to learn how to solder and all that kind of stuff and i really regret mm-hmm. it now mm-hmm. because you can make all kind of crap without, musical instrument wise I've seen people make instruments out of, you know, bedpans and, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know, whatever the hell. My dad made one out of a wash tub, you know, made a bass out of one, put, mm-hmm. a, put a little wooden cover on it and stuck a neck on it. Remember the guy that used to come, uh, speaking
3: of rec room, I saw him with the rec room, that one guy? That's was, I was the, the, just thinking about him. big old PVC tubing and <laughs> was, two bass strings. He had an upright string and an electric string. <laughs> I was just, and, just thinking about oh, him. Oh, man. I hey, him. The cool, it was just a big bunch of PVC pipe attached to a bass. He, he had a foot
1: pedal and a couple other things. Solo, no, it, no band, just him, just him. And, and it yeah. sounded like he, it. he would put on a whole six set. Six people, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, that's. I got some of that in rotation. <laughs> awesome. So. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yes. Like one he one. made a record. Oh, yes, Oh, yeah, yeah. made several. Wow. Yeah. The moon is disgusting. Is one of my favorites. <laughs> uh. um, <laughs> fart machine. <laughs> <laughs> butt no butt machine. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> butt machine. Uh, some great. Le- wow. Great lyrics, <laughs> but the beat is just so infectious. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, and one of the things I like about your show too is that you know I get you've been in the scene long enough where sometimes I'll hear you play a, a track that hasn't been new for a long time, but that some of us remember, you know, and I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, one. You
1: know, yeah, that's like, what I get comments on from the from the older demographic, yeah, and right. the newer because they think it's new. Well, because
0: they've never heard it. Right. Yeah, I've had that happen before where I'll play something for somebody and they'll be like. You know, when is that and you know when did that come out like 1989 or something yeah, exactly <laughs> it's not that old <laughs> cuz there's things that aren't as marked by mm-hmm. the times as, as other things sometimes some of them you yeah. can tell instantly yeah you know when they're from a particular era but sometimes it's it's hard to know like if it's something weird like like uh what was it I was listening to um,
1: there was a yes yeah song the other day someone thought was yeah, yeah. I'm like yes hello
0: <laughs> well like morphine i was listening to uh, oh was a gosh. morphine track yeah. the other day you know and like that could come That's gonna come out yes. yesterday yeah you know yeah that you know or 10 years before it actually came out you know <laughs> it's hard to say but i and i'm always a fan of bands that do that that do stuff that like no one else can really do that's why i think like people like cake have stuck around mm-hmm. because yeah. there's really nobody else that sounds like that yeah you know and so and even though they've made the same album like 10 times. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine. You <laughs> know what you're It's a good album. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So ACDC fun. did that for, what, 40 years? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if you yeah. buy an ACDC album, you know exactly what yeah. the whole album sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> much. And that's normally something that kind of cheeses me off, but it's kind of like, well, but, you know, what else are you going to. It's like Motorhead, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. you know what Motorhead sounds like. And <laughs> well, there's the
1: diehard fans that want that Oh song. my gosh.
0: Yeah, well, and, you know, Vicious arguments I've heard, gro- you know, pop <laughs> about. So there's this new Aussie single, I guess it is, and he's got like the drum machine and all this kind of stuff, and uh, people are like, "Ah, Aussie," you know. Me. I'm like, "You got to give him. A- he don't. He don't care anymore." Uh, I heard
1: he was going to tour again. <laughs> and I thought, "Why?
0: <laughs> What's he got to lose?" You know, like, you know. So you don't like my record? Whatever. <laughs> I would love to be in that type of position. You know, I mean, you're going to piss some people off, but. You know, i'm sure he's pissed off plenty of people in his time anyway so it's nothing new
1: (laughs) poor guy probably doesn't yeah he never (laughs) realized what's going on right yeah he has no idea what's happening somebody was
0: just like here try (laughs) to stay along this all right (laughs) (laughs) somebody was telling me people think that the way he sounds like that is because of like he's high on something but if you ever go to birmingham where mm-hmm. he's from, like everybody sounds like that. <laughs> that's the accent. <laughs> so, like everybody sounds. So that's not. I mean, you know, there are drugs involved, but you don't need. You don't need them. You don't actually not need entirely.
3: them. Not yeah, the entirely. Drugs yeah. only amplify what's already there. there yeah, go. right. Like it
0: was already there. Yeah, and people are like, black Sabbath this is the only kind of music you would actually be able to make if you were from Birmingham. You know, like because that's just how it sounds up there. You know, yeah. like industrial machinery and <laughs> so. I don't know. I don't know what. I try to talk about local music, but I end up drifting off into (laughs) stuff like that. I'm trying to figure out the. um, So when we talk about uh, music festivals and whatnot, I know that Fortress is kind of a big deal right now, but it seemed like didn't we have another bigger one last year? That was not bigger, but that was kind of in there that same a, a, range.
1: There was one way bigger, the Kaboo.
0: That's right, and they're not even doing that again this year, are they? I, are they?
1: I haven't heard. Yeah. Um, they they should be planning by now if they were going to, and yeah. we were on board to be a sponsor again. Oh, if, okay. If they were, but I haven't heard anything ain't, ain't, from their people. Yeah, nothing.
0: Well, that 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 one almost kind of seemed like somebody just dumped I out their f- record collection, and because and, yeah. uh, it was just. It's like Lionel Richie and uh, the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. It didn't have the. Yeah. So it didn't have the. <laughs> who is your target demographic that they wanted? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess just anybody. Jesse's girl. It was Rick Springfield. Yeah. Was on, yeah. Oh
1: my goodness. Was Staying at that one too. Yeah, staying yeah, at that was one. at that one. Yeah. And,
0: wow. and like not
1: ludicrous. Um, yeah, well, I think it was, might well
0: have been. I, don't I think know. it was. They ludicrous. pretty much put every everybody, on everybody. there. Everybody. I think there was just a guy who could just there afford it. There were seven
1: different stages, yeah. and it was. Outrageous. Just
0: like let's just everybody who I've ever bought and a record. And it was crappy from. weather,
1: so that was another reason why a lot of people didn't didn't go.
0: Yeah, well, I, I did have friends that did go, and and they were thought it was pretty awesome, but you know, like I, it was just it was dubious to me.
4: It was a big trek,
0: <laughs> right? You can well, that's the other. Jerry see, World, it was and a this big will trek. and this will tell you you Know that's a, that's a kind of an age tell to me. I'm just like, I don't know what's the parking going to be like. Exactly. You yeah. know? <laughs> I would never have said that, you know. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's because I had those experiences, though, because I went to the freaking Horde Festival in Ennis, you know, and had to trek for 800 miles to get to the stage. You know, it's like, in the, been there, done that. Yeah, I'm like, know. this, you know, is it was the payoff worth it, really? You know, and that's when
1: I send the student DJs to go do the dirty you work, yeah, for me. yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> It, I, I will say it's very charming sometimes when you get these kids who are like doing the morning traffic reports on on KTCU sometimes Yeah. because you can tell they <laughs> don't they don't know the roads very well. No, they don't pronounce anything <laughs> so, <laughs> correctly, so they'll be like over on mom you know like they'll mispronounce one of the things and between exit they read all the letters and and the
1: numbers and it's really not necessary
0: (laughs) but I I find that rather charming you know I I think that's kind of it reminds (laughs) me I I, when I was in high school I used to DJ at uh, this little AM station over in Weatherford you know and I was just as awkward and, and didn't know what the heck I was doing over there either you know, it's and so it's, it's, it's a little nostalgia trip for me, I guess. Except I had to, I had to read the weather off of the Star Telegram. We got the Star Telegram in the morning. Oh. And I would say, in the KZ color weather radar today, uh, yeah. you know, it's kind of in the color weather radar was. Did <laughs> you make the helicopter noises for Star- the traffic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did have a guy. When we, had, when we had bad weather, we would send this guy, Steve, out to different parts of town. And he would call in. And and so I put him on the air. We got Steve Prentice. uh, He's over there on Fort Worth Highway and, uh, you know, Bowie Drive. What's going on over there? Well, it's raining over here, uh, so don't come over here. It's raining (laughs) over on this side of town. I'm on I'm gonna go drive over to South Main and I'm gonna call you back. And so all right. And thanks Steve. It's raining over on that side of town. And then he would drive, you know, fifteen minutes or something, call in, Yeah, it's raining over here too. It's pretty much if you're in weather for and it's raining. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. yeah. It's kinda like, you know, I got a buddy who lived in Alpine down by Marfa for a while and, you know have people say oh you know my house is about five minutes from here like I I know like everything's five minutes from here <laughs> it's not that big a town <laughs> you know, like Fort Worth's kind of like that to a degree you know I mean once you get that's true you know I mean I I pretty much know you know and I used to live in the suburbs a little more but you know I'm close to things now so it's like it's five minutes ten minutes whatever unless the stock show's in town yeah, yeah. yeah. which it is mm-hmm. right now and I'm having to navigate all of that mess coming yeah, out of there
1: stay away I don't go any further than the campus <laughs> and then I go the opposite <laughs> that's way. probably smart
0: I that's <laughs> probably wise of you to do that <laughs> uh if we wanted to find out more about what uh, what you're what your adventures are on the interwebs. Where do we go?
1: Oh, for the station, yeah. uh, ktcu.tcu.edu.
0: And they follow you on, you do the Sputnik radio and thing. Then um,
1: Sputnik is on, I've got, a, um, I don't have the website anymore, but i just the Facebook. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, the Sputnik radio. Very nice. Facebook.
0: If we wanted to find out more about what Jeremy Hall's doing, what do we, what do we do? Um, there's not a good clearinghouse within <laughs> <than> my calendar, <laughs> which my
3: wife keep, keeps me honest about, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd say, uh, check out uh, the Dolan Band on Facebook okay. uh, that's a cover group and that I play with also does some originals very nice um, and then I play with uh, Johnny Reno many yeah. Thursdays down at Scat Jazz Lounge very nice. nice so it's not every Thursday but nearly enough mm-hmm. um, I'll be there yeah and then uh, cool. various other things as as they come up hopefully we'll do another intruder gig yes at the Peter Gabriel covers that was pretty at some awesome. point that mm-hmm. was yeah that was, that was a lot of work to put together but it was a lot of fun to play unlike a few years ago where we did the the Primus tribute. Oh my and that gosh. was a lot of work to put together, and a lot of work to play for you. And yeah, <laughs> and we we did we did that twice. We did it, uh, you know, once, uh, you know, at the event, and then we did it like ten months later. And it, it was wasn't any easier the second time. <laughs> oh man. I can imagine. Yeah. Not. So uh, you know, hopefully we'll do some more
0: Intruder shows. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I would definitely like to see that. And so if we wanted to find out more about what what you're up to, Mr. Gibbons.
2: Oh, just uh, call down to the police station. (laughs) (laughs) Southside Preservation Hall. Yes, uh, we are trying to uh, revitalize. We're still doing our regular uh, big band down there and our Tuesday night swing dance lessons down there. So we do the first Friday of the month. This coming Friday Mm -hmm. will be... It and it's uh, 8 to 11, and it's a great band. Mm-hmm. I mean, the band is better than ever because all the old people are quitting, or, <laughs> and <laughs> now I'm one of the old people. <laughs> and uh, if I had to audition for the band now, I probably couldn't do that. You um, can get in. Your grandfather does, yeah, it work. I, that's right. Mm. And I have keys to the building, so that helps <laughs> that's too. That's very helpful. But so, so I'm, I'm mm-hmm. uh, uh, doing that and Cool, Playing with uh, some um, old, old J.B. Wynn and some, oh, yeah. old, some blues people down uh, downtown Very uh, cool. and every once in a while. You're out and about. Yeah, a little bit, mm-hmm. not not much. <laughs> Doing a lot of uh, things at people's houses because mm-hmm. it's just so much easier and it's yeah. really more fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. House yeah. concerts you are know? great. Yeah. I like those. Yeah, just um, that's, that's just been... You know, kind of like you know, you're not 22 anymore. You don't want to go hassle <laughs> with all the. You're unli- stuff. You're less
0: likely to get a Red Bull spilled on you. <laughs> a, lot li- a lot, less, <laughs> and uh,
2: or a lot less likely to get arrested for something.
4: <laughs> you know. So that's um, true. Yeah. So
2: we've been doing. Impossible I'm uh, doing a lot of a lot of just real low-key things at people's houses for fun. Yeah. It, uh, nice. Oh, and of course, the uh, TCC big band. From Absolutely. South Campus, Rick Stitzel, uh, yeah. has three bands going down there now. Very cool. And those bands are really good, too. Mm-hmm. So, they don't mess around. So, uh, so that's, that's a great thing. I'm just, I'm hanging in there with, you know, guitarist reading skills. None. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. with these guys that can read stuff like you're reading the funny paper. That's a, a whole thing there. But yeah. it's great. It's, um, the good thing about being the guitarist in the big band is that if there's a part that you can't play, you just don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, 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 ever, you're turned down so low that mm-hmm. nobody can hear you anyway. <laughs> now, it was years ago, we were, uh, we were playing, and Rick said Jack Jeff, could you turn down? Could you turn down? I said, Rick, you know, playing guitar in this band, It's a lot like peeing in a swimming pool. (laughs) 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 What do you mean? I said, well, you get a real warm feeling, but nobody else notices. That's (laughs) hilarious. I'm gonna remember
0: that one. That's right. Yeah. Alarm all my friends. Yeah. Now he'll
2: never go in the swimming pool with me. I'm not. No. (laughs) not, Not at all.
0: Uh, well, one thing you definitely need to come and uh, see. No one's going to pee on you in the swimming pool here at Leaves Book and Tea Shop. Uh, this is—they've sponsored us for the last few episodes—and uh, you should definitely check them out. They're down here on St. Louis Avenue. They have all the finest teas. I've been drinking the Singers Blend. You got—you got, you got some good stuff there.
2: I'm hoping to become a singer. You. <laughs> wait, 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 you
0: got—you got, you got uh, about two minutes. Because <laughs> one of the things we like to do here on uh, the barbershop is to have a local artist cover a local artist. Mr. Jeff Gibbons going to cover a local artists, is that correct? I will. Uh, yeah, I said I would, so I will. <laughs> so <you gotta laughs> find us on the Facebook, uh, uh, Barbershop Fort Worth, and this here's Jeff Gibbons. What, what song are you doing there?
2: I'm going to do a song by uh, a mutual friend of ours, Steve Obermiller. Yes, indeed. Who uh, is a really good songwriter. And he also has a band called Uber Duber because nobody yes. can say Obermiller.
4: <laughs> and,
2: uh, and he's married to uh, Hillary Tips. who's yeah. a, Also a wonderful songwriter. Sure, I, some songs I've heard them do for years, and I thought, oh, this is some song from the you know a popular song that I didn't know about, which. It's most popular songs, <laughs> and uh, it turns out no, oh, that's one Hillary wrote. Mm. So it's it's remarkable. But uh, cool. so I'm going to do a song that he wrote. Um, it came from a quote out of a book, an Abraham Lincoln biography that he read. Um, at the uh, the end of the Civil War, uh, after the South had surrendered, then there was the debate about what. That northern government was going to do with these treasonous southerners mm-hmm. and there were ideas of oh let's put them on trial let's put them all in prison and he said oh let's let them up easy mm. and mm. i've heard him and so meaning let's not do that let's mm. let's let them go and uh the funny thing about that is it wasn't until I started actually working on this song that I realized that that phrase is something that we used to actually say when we mm-hmm. were little kids. Of course, that was back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. That was the 1950s for you there in Radio Land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the, we're not to the 2050s Yeah, yet, we're so not we're, uh, yeah. <laughs> or, the, or the 1850s. And uh, in East Texas and uh, and when two guys were scuffling and you know not really fighting but just to see who could pin the other one once somebody really had the upper hand then you'd say okay no sense rubbing his nose in it let him up easy
4: Hmm.
2: and i had completely forgotten that because i hadn't heard that phrase Mm -hmm. i hadn't thought about using it probably since i was you know seven or eight years old Hmm. uh so then i thought wow that's that's remarkable that the language that language continued Mm -hmm. of course in east texas there are a lot of things from civil war times that continue that haven't changed very much Uh, at all (laughs) so uh but that was a very that was an interesting thing to me and of course uh yeah we were I went to Robert E. Lee Junior High and right. graduated from Robert E. Lee High School, yeah. and uh, we uh, had the rebel flag that oh, yeah. covered half the football field and took <laughs> 50 <laughs> people to hold it up, and
0: we had uh, It was a different time. Uh, uh-huh. It was. And, we and had
2: a, our, our, uh, our American history teacher uh, got you to the Civil War, and then we spent weeks diagramming battles from the Civil War. Mm. But the thing about it, the year was over your school was over before we got to the end of the Civil War because oh. he didn't like the way it ended up. <laughs> So you just skip over that. Yeah. Part. It's like we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that part's not important. Yeah. Either. So uh, so yeah, we were pretty at up with that stuff. Uh, well, that's the yeah. thing that, I,
0: and you know, out in East Texas they hunt a lot of Sasquatch too, if I if I heard correctly. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, <there's> a
2: lot. <laughs> that probably hasn't changed. East either. Texas totally. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, Jeff Gibbons going to do a song by Steve Overmiller, and appreciate you guys listening. shop is sponsored by Lee's Book and Tea Shop. Visit them at 120 St. Louis Avenue in Fort Worth.